and gentlemen, welcome to the 442 Podcast. I'm Azair Madhani, and as always, I am joined by the wonderful Tommy Sandy. Good to be here, boys. And the golden-throated Tony O. Oh, you can't prepare this week. Golden oh, yes, Tony. Yeah. Tony, Tony, Tony. We, we, we heard you vocalizing, singing, crooning in the warm-ups, and uh, I'm demanding that you sing on the podcast now. Uh, we'll see what we'll see what happens. Um, oh, I used to be in the choir many, many, many years ago. Excuse me. Wait, no it's... way, Tony. Me too. No. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> so much musical talent on this podcast. Am I, am I the only one on this podcast without a musical history or talent? I bet you have a great voice, though. Once oh, you, uh, we've you've heard, heard me sing. You've heard me sing on this. It's it. not good. You just yeah. need United to, you know, play games and win more, and then maybe that that vocal. Look, look at Tony now. Like he, Arsenal's winning, he's singing for us now with these chants. You just need uh, some more wins in your uh, club. Tony, you need to share your beautiful uh, choral voice uh, with the listeners, not just with uh, Tommy and myself. All right. Give me a second. <clears throat> ah, testing. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I like it, I like it, I like it, I like it, la 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 like it, la 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 like here we go. Martinelli Sackers Bithrow. How was that? Well done, Tony. I'm honestly, I. We can end the podcast right now. I'm happy with that. I don't need anything else out of this. I am in, I'm just in that mood. I was singing that song throughout yesterday. It feels so good to be happy, honestly. Yeah. You you were singing it throughout our like pre podcast production meeting yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, it's been a good week after a pretty down week um, last week. Yeah, it feels nice I to mean, be filled with songs. This, this, songs this, this is uh, this this is what happens when your team is actually playing games. Oh uh, yeah, it feels it feels uh, like I, I it's all. It's only I, been a week since you, I watched Man United play, but it feels like it's been forever. You could argue that you've been in better spirits because you've not been watching United play. Yeah. There's a, there's a strong it, Yeah, on, on one hand, yes. But on the other hand, I also miss being incredibly upset with my uh, football team. Okay. Fair point. Hey, you, so, you know, it, feel, it feels that it's it's just become a staple part of my weekends. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like it's like it's like waking up in the morning and not having my morning coffee. It's just something feels off. Yeah. So, so it's better to drink bad coffee than no coffee at all. Yeah, drink unless that bad coffee is from Tim Hortons. <laughs> <laughs> just go to Tim Hortons. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm still batting for Tim Hortons. I want to get that sponsorship. So. <laughs> Uh, anyway, you bat, you bat away. Their uh, Brazilian parent company will not be listening to you. Uh, you can, well, you can oh. be, uh, you can be um, like us and see a title challenge slowly slip away. I'd rather Chelsea's game's been postponed than this and to see that happen. But uh, what? Yeah. Um, I know we're, we ain't going to jump into that right away. There was a better game that happened on the weekend that we should jump into first. That's for sure. You want to? Switch things around is there and dive right into that? No, no, we shouldn't. Oh, I do want to switch things around and dive right into that. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Spurs Liverpool. You have one of the most fun games of the season to watch, but Tommy has insisted that we start with the what? thriller that was Wolves nil, <laughs> Chelsea nil. 
Um, Tommy. I mean, I'd also like to point out that in midweek, Chelsea managed to drop points oh, yeah, to let's Everton. Po- let's point that out too, yeah. Who Why would not? drop points to Everton? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about Rafa Benitez's personal vendetta against this podcast? Yeah, we keep giving him shit every week on this pod. And he, he's just throwing it right back in our faces. Uh, I can't remember what the United game was. Um, it was a 1-1 draw. I remember Andros Townsend scoring the equalizer and then doing the Ronaldo celebration. Oh, yeah, that's right. That I was do remember brilliant. that now, yeah. Yeah, I just remember... It was, uh, it was pretty du- good. I remember Damari Gray just bodying Fred twice in the build-up. Yeah. 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 That, that was before uh, Michael Carrick unlocked Fred. Ah, yes, of course. Yeah, box-to-box midfield sensation. Michael that Carrick is. has... Also, you Do you know, remember that goal us. against Palace? No, Michael Carrick didn't destroy you. Jaden Sancho destroyed you. Yeah, they both, been... They've both cursed us ever since then. <laughs> they, we've yeah. been on a downward spiral. Ever, 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 ever since Sancho had that little shimmy when he was through one-on-one with Mendy, Chelsea haven't been the same. Yeah, they Mendy, Mendy hasn't looked as solid either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what, have they, what has he done to us? Yeah. He's mesmerized by Sancho's hips. But, yeah, since then, Chelsea have been dropping points at an alarming rate. And they're now six points off the top. Yeah, I mean, a part of it is, of course, you know, we've had Lukaku and Werner out injured. We've had had some injuries piling up. Um, But, I I mean, you don't want to use that as an excuse because Chelsea have a big squad and these games you should be winning. Like United, you got to win that game. Um, you know, who do we... Everton, how do you drop points to Everton? I don't know. We barely beat uh, Watford, where we should have probably lost that game. Um, and then really? you, needed, you needed two dodgy penalties to Yeah, Leeds. against Leeds as well. You know, it's just we're not... And then you drop that game to West Ham, where Mendy That's right, those yeah, howlers. the Masuaka crazy shots. Masuaka, Jesus <laughs> Tony, Christ. I thought, you were gonna, I, I thought you were going to sing there for a second some Masuaka <laughs> Who the hell song. Is Masua- Who is Masuaka? Say it again. Tommy, <laughs> Tommy attempting to, like, say and spell players and managers' names oh, this weekend. Has yeah, been you know, a I've got he spent the entire weekend yeah. trying to spell Ralph Ragnick's name. And he just gave he keeps up. calling him Ralph it, I just Ragnarok. Said it, I just said it wrong again. Was it Ralph yep. Ragnick? Is that it? Ragnick. Ragnick. Okay, just call him Ragnick. It's not. You did it's, it it's said it exactly how it's spelled. Oh, okay. Jesus Christ, Tommy. What a, what a difficult name to uh, pronounce, to be honest. <laughs> uh, um, Polish as well. <laughs> like. Yeah. yeah, that guy's not. That guy's not Polish. So I'm not saying he's Polish, but I'm saying like you can perfectly pronounce Blazikowski. Yeah, Blazikowski. Like, come on, it's so simple, right? <laughs> okay. Anyhow, anyhow, we go uh-huh. back to Chelsea's uh, woes here. Um, yeah, I mean, attacking wise, we. I think this is what you get for relying on your defense to score all your goals. Um, you know, when Reese James, uh, oh, he had a he had a chance in that Wolves game where he probably should have scored early on, but uh, he was he outside. Tried, know. Was well, he hang outside on, hang on, hang on. You're you're telling me that Antonio Rudiger is not good for two penalties a game? Uh, he's usually good for one like outside the box shot. That, you know that you know hits the crossbar, comes really close. But uh, wow, this is this is desperate stuff. But we're this, yeah, we're this desperate. It's a very you know? specific thing yeah. to be <laughs> consistent. But with. you know when you don't have your defense, you don't have your defenders uh, scoring for you. Your attackers are 
either injured or you know nothing's clicking up top uh this game against like the game against everton midweek i think we had like 25 shots maybe like you know 10 or 12 on target 80 whatever five percent possession that game like we should have won 85 percent possession yeah it was hilarious it was it was super <laughs> high i'm not kidding it was crazy um <laughs> And, and we don't get the win. Even you know City I mean? don't have the ball that much. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. eighty. Yeah, yeah, it was eighty-one. But 81, definitely, okay. yeah, yeah. At some point, it was like ninety-three percent possession. It's just like, wow, what is going on? Yeah. But to be frank, you should have still won that game. That that's you mean the, the kind of you mean the Wolves one or the Everton? No, no, the Everton one. Yeah, oh, that's hundred percent. Yeah, that's the kind of game where you've you've not played well. Okay, we get it. You you take the lead. And was it Saul Nunez who just switched Saul, up on the oh set piece? Guys, yeah. tell me, please. I think I asked this in the in a chat somewhere. I'm like, Saul was a good player once, right? Because he he he's coming to Chelsea. He does not look like a professional footballer. There, so a lot of Atleti players have a history of just not being able to perform without Simeone. So I don't know. Like, uh, he definitely was a super player like three or four years ago, but he's finding life in the Premier League a bit tough. Yeah, like, we, we've we played him at center mid at the start, and he's coming, he's been, like, atrocious, and now he's playing wing back um, I mean, for if us. you're playing him at wing back, he's... Uh, uh, yeah, has he ever played wing back before? He, I think he that's has, why he so. left uh, left Athletic yeah. because Simeone was playing him at, at wing back too much, and he's like, "Well, fuck it, I'm a I'm a midfielder." Yeah, uh, apparently, apparently not. Yeah, no, I mean, any considering this game, we played uh, Shalaba at midfield with Conte because we had like Jorginho was out, Kovacic was. He played this game, Kovacic. He came yeah, on. He actually looked he pretty on. good, um, mm-hmm. but he can't. He can't start just yet. He's just been back in training. Um, so Chelsea had to start. I think Chelsea got pretty lucky in this game. Um, if Jimenez had the presence of mind to just leave that yeah. um, that chance, I mean, it's a tap in for. I'm not sure who was on the far end uh, that scored. Might have been. Was it, uh, I think it was Pudence. Yeah. Yeah, but um, and also Conte. I mean, that's a red card for me. I don't care. I don't know what the ref sees or what VAR sees, but he's leaning in with his chest. He completely misses it and handles the ball. I mean, Very if a goalkeeper lucky. is doing that, he's getting sent off. He he's a lucky boy. Yeah. Look, at this point, at this point, I'm just convinced VAR doesn't actually exist. Yeah. There's no VAR room. There's no, it's just an empty... There's, there's nothing actually there. Yeah. We don't hear anything from them. Like You're, we have no way of verifying if they actually check anything or if you know. I think I. Do you guys remember? It's a that, hunch. It's a you, hunch. Do you remember that? Um, did you guys ever see that meme or that vid where the? Oh, I love. I love. I love when we explain memes on the podcast. Yeah, remember my last, so well. the last time yeah, I, tried I left. That, I left that. That's. I switched to it. Yeah, they basically had footage of VAR. I think it was Real Madrid in a game, and the studio or the whatever the room was empty it just screeds everywhere there, was, <laughs> there wasn't actually anyone watching yeah, pretty, it yeah, yeah. pretty funny uh, it's hard I mean, feel... like, if you if you look at refereeing in the premier league not just this week most weeks that's what it kind of feels like so yeah but yeah. um i would i just like a couple of last points on this game i know chelsea were lacking creative but 
Wolves are really solid defensively. They didn't really give us too much. Um, I think we had one solid chance with Pulisic. Um, he had a great run after pass from Alonso, and it was a big save from the keeper. But yeah, he should have scored. You're right. Um, but you know, Wolves. I think they've been great defensively all season. I think they yep. conceded 14 goals, uh, which really? is really yeah, it's pretty it's pretty good. darn good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Wolves. Hats off the Wolves. We're slipping out of title race. Um, six points Wolves? back, like you guys mentioned. Oh. I mean Chelsea. Yeah, uh, not Wolves. <laughs> but uh, um, you know what? Come January, you know, we could be out of it. Um, so. Not looking good. We need uh we need some players back and then we need those players to start hitting uh the back of the net. Before we move on, how many players does Chelsea have out with COVID? Uh well I know is you have Lukaku Werner, you have Chilwell, but he's obviously injured. Uh you had um Jorginho, Hudson Odoi. There has got to be a cutoff point. Let, yeah, that, that's the thing. Like um, Tuchel was really upset post game because they asked for the this game to be postponed, similar to how the um, Aston Villa Burnley game was postponed very last minute. Yeah. And um, apparently, the Premier League was like, "No, you guys have enough to field a squad." Um, for that. comparison, um, the two United games that got postponed against uh, Brentford midweek, they would have had seven available players. And for the weekend, they would have had nine available players. So that seems to be, it seems to be like, oh, you genuinely can't put together um, a starting 11 and a bench. That's the only way to get it postponed, which is ridiculous. It's a poor look. It's just a really poor look. It's about the health of the players as well as, like, they're just concerned about the fixture schedule, which I get it. It has to be quite a consideration, but... Yeah, I, I'm i seeing Pulisic start in midweek. I'm like, what is going on? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it doesn't feel fair. Like, this Premier League season, it doesn't feel like... The, that's a, that, that seems pretty harsh on Pulisic. <laughs> I mean, he's, well, it's he's not fair good, that Chelsea have to start Pulisic. <laughs> he's a good player. Yeah, well, he's not a striker. I mean, Tony's anti-American for. bias coming out again. <laughs> I am Canadian, so it's, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, let's move on. We wouldn't complain if it was yeah, Alfonso yeah, Davis starting uh, in midweek. We're I, just saying. Yeah, let's let's go on to the next game. Yeah. I mean, this is the game we should have started with, and it was the game of the weekend. Which, admittedly, only four games: um, Spurs two, Liverpool two. Um, just a lot of fun absolute mess of a game but end-to-end chaotic um Klopp somehow didn't get sent off for berating the ref I just had everything you want from a from a Premier League fixture yeah he's going to the ref afterwards you never played football <laughs> you can see for your decisions you've never played football it's just like he gets a really good uh, like really nice rep from the media but he's actually oh my God. a dickhead on the sidelines. <laughs> he bad. is a salty, salty old bastard. Yeah, he just he, sometimes, sometimes the mask just slips. Yeah, with him. Yeah, he says it with a smile on his face, or what looks like a smile on his face. He might just be growling, but I don't know. I Liverpool, they just you take one piece out, and it feels like. They st- they just start to crumble. Like 
they were pretty fortunate to get a to get a two-two draw in this game, and yet they I, were uh, dominant. Well, I, I, I want to give them the benefit of the doubt on that because it wasn't just one piece in this case. Like between the uh, all the COVID protocols, they were not only were they missing Van Dyke, and we've seen over the past couple of seasons what. Uh, what a difference he makes to Liverpool. Yeah. But they were also missing an entire starting midfield. They're Henderson, Thiago, and um, Fabinho, Fabinho were yeah. all ruled out through uh, COVID protocols. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, no, you're right. At the same time, I mean, it doesn't feel like Spurs really play with midfield anyway. They just park the bus and counter. I don't know. I just, Konate and Matip. They don't have the same security that Van Dijk gives you. Like uh, They looked all over the place. If Spurs had any sense about them, and this annoyed me to no end watching that game yesterday, they could have scored five or six. Yeah, oh, Al- Ali should be scored. I don't, I don't care if uh, Allison got fingertips to that. A- Ali's got to score that chance to put him up 2-0. That was a huge miss. Oh, I, yeah. Even looking back at it, I'm like, oh my God, how do you miss that? They hey, guys, a- Kane, oh, scored. Kane scored. Kane <laughs> scored. Yeah, his second goal of the season. Opta, yep. Amazing. <laughs> Top class striker, two goals on two goals on the season. He matches yeah. Fred's tally. The Fred versus Kane race. <laughs> He's finally caught up to him. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just speaking of Allison, he he had a great game and then he just don't know what you I don't know what to call what happened. He just loses his bearings completely. Um it feels like Allison's been pretty I don't want to say poor let's say inconsistent right. for most of his spell at Liverpool I, it's he had one great year like he had a great 18 months yeah but if you look at his time there are so many mistakes like so many mistakes he had that meltdown against um West Ham he had a similar meltdown against um Leicester City last season like yeah, I don't know. I was I was quite surprised how good he was when he first joined because he didn't have the reputation for being a top goalkeeper at Roma. I remember Chesney mm-hmm. uh, was keeping him out. Well, well, Hoy, we were we were the ones in the race of Liverpool to sign him, and that's how why we got Kepa. So he was like super highly rated in his like before he left Roma. I'm gonna be um, honest. If your options are Kepa and Allison, it doesn't seem like he's that. Yeah, well, rated. no, I think I think it's just a bit unfair to, to Allison because he was already rated as one of the best goalkeepers before Liverpool signed him. Yeah, uh, I think when Chesney went back, uh, when Chesney went to Juve, Roma uh, Allison had one season as number one at Roma, and he had a good season then. Yeah, but I'm just. I don't hey, know. Wait, I, he no, makes totally a lot of mistakes. I agree. I agree with you. For a keeper of his um, reputation and yeah, I just I you don't know what you're gonna get with Allison. That's I, the way I, I feel. I feel like when he comes out now, like he he maybe he's overconfident or something. Like you saw the one with the the sun goal right under him. You know he completely miss miss time. Not, he didn't even miss time it. He just misjudges it. Yeah. And, when he comes out of his net now, it does not feel assured or secure. And he's having a bit more of these gaffes um, in his net. Whereas, yeah, like, like it, oh, sorry, go on. I was going to say, like you said, the f- his first year, his first 18 months, he was rock solid at Liverpool. Like, yeah. best keeper in the league. And then now he's just slowly like getting these uh, 
is errors air, more error prone in his game and i've noticed it a lot in the last i would say the last year too yeah even earlier in that game he had an incident where he just like he calls for trent to leave it and then he just doesn't get a lot on it if kane had any speed about him he might have just been able to chip it over allison but you know anyway uh it's just one to keep an eye on because uh Liverpool could have come away from this game with three points despite conceding a lot of chances. But, yeah, he did make some good saves. Maybe I'm being harsh, but... Uh, yeah, I think it's a fair assessment, but Spurs got to finish. Yeah. I mean, speaking of um, Harry Kane, um, he should have been sent off, right? Oh, 100%. Yep. Any other, I he's think gone, any, he's any gone other. flying in, studs up into... Um, Oh my god! It was in, into Robertson, yeah. Yeah, Robertson. And um, uh, honestly, if Robert Robertson is lucky that he managed to see it and get his foot off the ground, so he just got clipped and like flipped instead of um, having his leg snapped into. I think he's the dirtiest player in the league, my opinion. Harry Kane. He there are so many incidents where he should have been sent off. I can't think of a player who, by default is dirtier than Robertson. Robertson. What? I'm going to say Robertson. Like Liverpool's Robertson? Yeah. He's Where a dirty does that player. come from? He's a dirty player. Yeah, well, oh, I, I, he's I, I think that Robertson do, does go through players a fair bit. And he did get his red card And he card did get his well, nice red card too. This I, think, game I, think, well. I think that was completely fair. It was a stupid red card to take. It wasn't as bad um, as Kane's though. No, no I'm not no, saying, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying Andy Robertson's a dirty player. He's a prick. I think, but he's aggressive. I, I, would say, I, I, but, I agree with Tony. Where I'd say Kane is definitely dirtier. The the entire there was that entire bit like a season or so ago where every week when someone was jumping, Kane was like cutting their legs out from under them. Yeah, and no ref was ever fucking calling it, even though that's so fucking dangerous. It is so that da- you can land on your neck doing that because you you just can't protect yourself when you're in there, and he just bends down. And makes like um, basically makes and he, a, ba- he backs, backs into, into their them. Legs. It's like he's so dirty, and he's England captain, so he can get away with anything. But uh, I, yeah, I can't think of a dirtier. There's so many games that I I remember. Yeah, last season especially, he just every week it felt like he was doing something, something dangerous. Like I don't know. I think he's he's trying to overcompensate for. Uh, a lack of mobility by gaining, like getting marginal gains by just hurting people. I, yeah, it's no one's holding him accountable. Uh, but uh, he should have been you know, sent off. You know, that's, that's one thing I really noticed this game um, is how slow Kane is. Yeah, he's really slow now. Like he never, like every he was playing like you know his son was kind of playing more in the middle. And Kane would be out on the right. Mm-hmm. Every time Kane had that space, it was like he just passed it right away. He did not yeah. even bother trying to he, run. He used to be able to take players on. Like he was never the quickest guy, but he used to be able to beat a man. Yeah, he had a burst. Like uh, he couldn't. Sp- like his top speed wasn't great, but he could get away and get a shot off. Or yeah. like his, he was he was good over the first five yards, which is what he needed to get past a guy and shoot. Yeah, yeah. but um, it's a good point for Spurs. They have three games in hand on the top four right now, and what they're six points away so if they can win those games strong chance that uh well they would be in the top four 
but yeah hey imagine uh, a uh, spurs versus arsenal battle for top four that'd be that'd be fun for us to watch uh, it's all on the cards right now um i'm hoping that their condensed schedule screws with them in the end but we'll see well we we just heard that they uh got their match forfeited in that uh, whatever UEFA Conference League, so they don't have to deal with that anymore, so that's going to help them. Yeah, 3-0 uh, forfeit to uh, Rennes. Uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoy how they managed to keep sneaking into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But... Well, we don't cover Ligue 1 at all, but uh, Rennes um, just always managed to make it. Like, once every couple of weeks, they'll find a way to sneak in. Yeah, yeah, I was pretty disappointed when I heard the news. I wanted Spurs <laughs> to continue embarrassing themselves in that competition. But uh, to be honest, I feel like if they had played Ren, they'd have lost that game anyway. That, that's my, my, most, yeah, most likely, probably. Yeah, they needed a win, and uh, I just, yeah, with Tottenham, yeah, I didn't see it happening. But... Uh, well then. I mean, we'll we'll hop from Liverpool to another title contender now. Um, mm-hmm. City beating the brakes off Newcastle four um, nil. A few days on from scoring seven against Leeds. Oh boy! Um, the machine is alive and well. Eight wins in a row. Um, they, I, t- who's stopping them? Yeah, they're. <laughs> who's stopping them? I, I'm. The- I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they did this last season. Honestly, it's so... It's Playing City can be really depressing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the same. Like, like you were saying, it's the same thing. Because there was a bit in January last season, like early January, where United went top of the table for a week. And then City were like, oh, we'll just reel off 10 wins in a row and just leave everyone in the dust. And it's it's happening again. Yeah, I mean, we say that. They're only three points ahead of Liverpool. Um, uh, yeah, but Liverpool have uh, are about to lose Salah and Mane to AFCON. Yeah, and Naby Keita as well. Um, I, Naby Keita, I'm going to say, matters slightly less. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. But he gives them some squad depth. But uh, I, Chelsea and Liverpool just need to, they need to hang in there, basically. Well, we, we get to play... Uh, we get to play... Um, City in January, so that might be a chance to either make it or break it. Well, you need to. I win. mean, you will be you will be starting Kepa and Net for that game because oh. Mendy is going to Afcon, isn't he? We oh. will live and He's die. Senegalese, right? Uh oh. So basically, you know, about fifty percent of shots will be going in. Um, considering hey, you know how hard the likes of uh, De Bruyne and Tom. Cancelo shoot. Tommy, maybe well, more Ke- than that. Kepa what do you know? No, no, has no, been no, yes. no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not having that. Just because he has a few good cameos here and there, we know what Kepa is. <laughs> He's just... Tommy, Tommy, don't worry. Um, Tony and I have already started a support group on this podcast for teams <laughs> that have had the absolute pants beaten off them by City. You are more than welcome to join. We will commiserate. Yeah, wait, why, we will cry together. Why am I thinking that we're going to beat City? You know, I think it's because we. Uh, you we are won thinking them. you're going to beat City at the Etihad. Is that yeah. what? Well, you're, well to, be gone, fair, Tony, to be fair, Tony. Chelsea are out of the title race. To Chelsea are going to beat City in the span of about a minute. The, and the, the only the only introduction that's changed anything is Kepa. Well, How? the last 
our record against them as of recently Tommy, what has have actually you been, been putting been in your decent. coffee. But no, to be fair, our record against them has been decent. I know we lost to them last time, but um, you know we beat them in the Champions League final. Um, you know we have we we're not going to. To be fair, I I am scarred a bit by uh, you know seeing Chelsea lose to City like six 0 in front of you guys. So. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was a beautiful day, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, truly, truly, the one of the worst days ever. Have, sit, sitting in a bar with a bunch of our um, our football teammates, watching um, City absolutely destroy Chelsea. Tommy walks in, looks at the screen, sees us three nil, just sits and has his head down for uh, the rest Wait, of the ninety like minutes. That was that was after we did like a futsal tournament, I believe, the day before. Was this something? Yeah. Like that? yeah, 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 we did. Yeah. And we lost. We lost, right? <laughs> you lost the final. Lost in yes. the final. Oh, yeah, that's. Oh man. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, anyhow. honestly, I just that's really disappointing. I just yeah. I, I completely forgot about Mendy, um, playing with uh, Senegal. Yeah, it's yeah. I I, I forgot as well. She's um, City only losing Maris. That's like. Yeah. All right, they'll, re- they'll replace him with one player. of three other players. Yeah, wow. What do you want? You want Jesus on the right? Do you want Sterling? Bernardo Silva. Bernardo. Yeah, like, take your pick. It's they funny. Have, um, um, what's that kid? Torres? Yeah, Torres as well. They might be in. selling Torres, apparently. Yeah, a lot of Barca rumors on, on him. Um, but what's funny is uh, Mares came out and said, I love, I love playing games uh, um, once every three days. Because he's a he's a rotational player. That means he just gets a chance to you know play um, you know once every uh, every every third game. It was actually pretty funny because he doesn't play every game. City but. are just they're just not going to feel the um, the sort of um, the fixture crunch at all. Because they can they can swap out pretty much every member of their lineup. I think yeah. the only irreplaceable player in that team is Ederson. Um, Stefan's yeah. decent, but it's a drop off. Hey, we should quality. probably give a shout out to Xiao Cancelo, who He's been uh, that player of the season. My been, God, what yeah. a goal! Oh, that was a fantastic goal! Yeah, it it surprised me that that was his. Um, I think that was his first Premier League goal of the season. It was. Yeah, yeah. It was I thought he'd already scored, but I must just be thinking of his ridiculous number of assists. Yeah, he's. Um, I don't know what Joe Willock's doing for that goal, but uh, yeah. It just—he's a fullback, and he's—he <laughs> seems to have more quality than uh, a lot of um, attacking players. But yeah, he's been... as a, as as someone who also plays fullback, um, people like Cancelo and Trent and all these people are making it much more difficult for me to play football. People keep asking <laughs> me to do things that I am not capable of doing. You don't have that whip. I uh, look. No, like you have you've seen me try to take a man on one v one. There's a reason I'm a pass first player. Ah, uh, you can be a Tomiyasu, be a Tomiyasu type fullback. You know, one two touch. It's nothing wrong with that. Tomiyasu is no. fucking tall. You can, okay, there, I don't defend like that. Like, I, just, I, you want to be Cedric? Oh God! <laughs> Actually, yeah, love, lovely little spot on the bench. Nice and easy. Kick my feet up. Occasionally come on and um, see everything go to shit around me. He yeah. came, yeah. He came on and he just looked like, ah, uh, yeah. Is there just I start mean, um, start cutting inside and making runs through the middle now with uh, when you have the ball, and uh, <laughs> add that layer to your game. 
Forget mm. just staying on the outside and whipping I'd, balls in. I'd love to see Ahmed's reaction when that <laughs> happens. <laughs> Anyway. Tommy, Tommy, you forget that the uh, seasons that we played Boca Juniors together, half of your goals were coming from oh, yeah. crosses from the outside. And I, and I if I started doing that, you're not scoring goals anymore, my I, friend. I haven't had that same service since, so I, I miss it. <laughs> good, good to know that there's, there's at least something you miss about me. <laughs> um, um, moving on, uh, Leeds United came off that 7 the lost to City and then got absolutely battered 4-1 by Arsenal. Tony, um, you were singing at the top. Um, care for uh, care for another round? Uh, no, I think that's enough. No. <laughs> upsetting. But uh, no, I'm, I'm honestly no, I'm still blown away that you were both in choirs. How did yeah. I not know this? This this was well, it, for me. It was for uh, like you know, it's like one of those church choirs uh, when you're kidding. I mean, uh, I remember I remember during Christmas time you'd sing a lot of the. Um, uh, you know, Christmas tunes, and I remember we even went door to door at some place, Ooh. and we sang outside. Yeah, I remember that as well. Um, yeah, I was oh, definitely. Yeah, I, I want you. I want you to get to Toronto in front of uh, in front of my condo building and um, just serenade me. Uh, yeah, let, let, me, let me get the band back together, and uh, we'll yeah, we'll yeah. all show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was in a church choir as well, but I was also in a school choir. So yeah, as I got oh my god, Tony was double dipping in choirs. This yeah. is amazing. <laughs> yeah, and um, as puberty hit and my voice got deeper and deeper, uh, I moved from treble to alto to tenor, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. Started playing piano instead. So um, you can play the piano. Oh, that's pretty impressive as well. I, I could. I got. I'm not a. Not as Where's good. all this musical talent coming from? Why haven't we taken advantage of this before? I come Why from didn't a... you compose our opening <laughs> music? <laughs> I do come. Well, from you a... said you sent me off online to like go hunt down like royalty free music and make something out of it. When we could have just had you compose it. I haven't composed anything in years. In years. But you but... have composed something before. It's like riding a bike. You never forget. I don't think so. It doesn't feel exactly like potential there. Yeah, I have a keyboard in my room. Look, um, uh, I just, uh, I we get we get you to compose. You and Tommy can sing. We can oh, create the new Premier League theme. No, no, fuck the Premier League <laughs> theme. I want, I want, I want a new podcast theme out of you too. Okay, uh, we'll, yeah. you know, it we'll sounds be... like a good, it sounds like a good idea actually. It really, it really doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> I'm retired, okay? I'm several years retired. I'm bringing you back out of retirement. Uh, hey, if Arsenal keep winning, I'm sure Tony's going to change his tune. Ah, uh, yeah. Martinelli, Saka, Smithrow. Amazing. Amazing. Um, yeah, I, uh, I've i been calling for a while for the Aubameyang chapter to be over. And do you guys remember when Arteta first came in? And he used to play Aubameyang on the left and Lacazette up top? Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's always felt to me like that's his preferred kind of model, having like your goal scorers play on the outside. And he moved away from that for whatever reason, probably because Aubameyang just, I don't know, wasn't performing and put him up top instead. But now that we've had this whole fiasco and Aubameyang's been dropped, it's um, Martinelli's coming and he's doing Aubameyang things. Um, but... Honestly, to a 
greater degree than Aubameyang was. He has technical security in the in the final third. He, we can go up to him. He makes brilliant runs in behind and is finishing. Like I was, when, I was gonna say, like um, the quality of his finishing when you compare it to what Aubameyang's been putting out there this season, it's night and day. Yeah. Like, like the, even the first goal, like uh, just the reactions, opens up his body instantly and places it into the top corner. And then the chip as well. I just, yeah, it's refreshing. When you I mean, play on these... that on that first goal, what is Forshot doing? Like just, just no awareness. Yeah, gets the ball at the edge of the box instead of like clearing. You know, ah, uh, it's just, uh, it's just really, really poor. Uh, by all means, wonderful finish uh, from Martinelli and all that. But Jesus Christ, that's poor from Forshot. Yeah, I mean, credit to Lacazette, staying switched on and uh, yeah. putting putting him under pressure. But uh, yeah, honestly, we have we have what Odegaard, Smith Rowe, Martinelli, and Saka to choose from in that front four. It's um, pretty decent. I mean, Smith Rowe comes on minutes after coming on, he's latching onto a through ball from Odegaard, who was brilliant in this game. He's been he's been really really good. Uh, in the past, basically in the past three weeks, other than that stupid penalty he gave away. But, uh, yeah, I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this run. You know, you know, you guys won, was it um, four, was it 4-1 to the, this game? 4-1, I believe, right? Yeah, 4-1, yeah. 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 Honestly, I think the game midweek against West Ham was way more impressive um, because you guys stifled West Ham completely. Um, yeah. Complete dominance in that game. Yeah, we did. We missed a few chances in that game, but eventually we put we put West Ham away. Um, I I kind of felt like the red card was a bit harsh. The red card kind of well, the issue with that red card was that he was already on a yellow. Yeah, I was. It was Sufal who got sent off, right? Yeah, I did. Th- yeah, I thought initially it was a straight red. It was when yeah, I like it back. it's definitely not a straight red, but yeah. you can understand the yellow being given because it does take away a goal scoring chance. But it, at the same time, it also felt harsh for Sufal to get sent off for that. He misses. I don't know. It was. It was. It was a weird one where it's like I can understand the red, but I would prefer not seeing it given. I mean, I don't think Harry Kane gets sent. I don't even think he gets a foul for that just just saying like, we, we Harry Kane plays in his own <laughs> like Tony says Tony always says <laughs> no but <laughs> I am do we do we get the tinfoil hat out again feel free I mean I'm still in coming fairness, for the refs. in fairness in fairness on the Kane stuff I'll I'll wear the hat with you yeah I'm uh, I'm gonna start a petition your name can be the first one up there Oh, but on uh, on a serious I'm just saying, note, I, 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 you won't be able to come up with a more uh, with a catchy name for me though. It's hard to, it's hard to alliterate stuff with the letter U. U uh, Euphoria, Utopia. Uh, Euphoria know. starts with an E. Yeah, but it's the, isn't it a pronunciation? Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm gonna you were leave saying. That alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. But um, yeah. Um. Marteta's had a he's had a really good week. He needed this week. He needed this response after Arsenal's shambolic performance against Everton and Man United. And uh, we'll see where we go from here. But Leeds United, they've they're having a tough season. Um, I they're don't know. In a bit of trouble right now. 
Yeah, they're five points from safety, but they, I mean, Burnley have three games in hand on them. So, things can, Watford have two games in hand on them. They're only three points behind. Even, even Norwich have a game in hand on them. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know how much that matters in Norwich's case. <laughs> but I just... Look, when we're, well, we're stating facts. We're stating facts. <laughs> yeah, I... You were really hard on Bielsa um, while watching this game. Yeah, I mean, I just, so... I just, oh, look my, let's, look, my entire issue with... Um, look, I think Bielsa is a very good manager. Well, did, obviously, did, a lot of these like managers it. look up to him. Like my it. issue with him, no, mm-hmm. my issue with him is um, how he's gone about managing uh, Leeds this season. Because, yeah, they have a shit ton of injuries. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes that happens with his super intense play style that he demands from his players. But when you have the drop down in quality of player. He doesn't adjust his tactics for what? that. Like when you look at the the when we were talking um, over the weekend, we were talking about that um, Forshaw error where you pointed out that oh he's probably been instructed to carry the ball out instead of just clearing it. But Forshaw is not Rafinha. He's not Dallas. He's not an experienced player. He's just this kid. Simplify your instructions to the players you have when you're when if you have this many injuries, why aren't you simplifying your instructions down for the players you have? I'm I'm not saying it would have changed the game against Arsenal or even City, but it's just it it really annoys me that he's not adjusting for his players a little bit. And you know, you're gonna give me the whole oh, but the magic of Bielsa is that um, he doesn't change for anyone. He sticks to his principles, and that's why people love him. And yeah, that's fair. I'm not asking Leeds fans to not love him. He's the best thing to happen to their club since they got relegated. Um, but it's just, I I just, I, I'm sorry, I just don't, I don't like that he doesn't, um, especially when he's in the middle of an injury crisis this big. Him not adjusting his instructions for the players he has really bugs me. I d- because it's just I, I don't I don't agree with it. I just don't agree with it as a management style. First of all, Fosher is he's older than most of us on this pod. Yeah, is kid. he? Yeah, he's thirty. Oh years my old. god, <laughs> he's thirty years old. So then you know what he is. No, Stop but asking to be uh, what are you asking? Isn't. What are you asking? What do you want him to do? Uh, this is what I don't get. Like. When it's working, everyone's like, oh, the manager's a genius. When it's not working, uh, the manager... Like, he... Okay, Adam Forshaw clears that ball. And then what? Another attack for Arsenal? Like, I... When you're a coach, the reason that those Leeds United players are very confident to execute Bielsa's game plan is because he's confident in his game plan. And his this system that he plays has taken them from the championship... What? From the championship to... The Premier League in two, three years, like I don't. Sometimes the problem is just the players. I don't think the system works as effectively when they have as many injuries as they do. Okay, so what's like, the I'm not saying throw the throw the entire system out the window. I'm just saying adjust. Well, adjust a little. I'm bit. telling like, change it up a little. Bielsa is not telling Adam Forshaw to lose the ball on the edge of the box. He's not telling him to do that. He's telling him to try and maintain possession. Forshaw should be trying to play that pass to someone. Either lay it back to a... Um, the, he had support. So either lay that pass back to someone or play it into a channel. That has nothing to do with Bielsa. That's Forshaw. And unfortunately, those are the players he has available to him. Right? 
Like, I don't think you can go after the manager for not changing his style. Pep Guardiola doesn't change his style forever, and anyone. Neither does club. Pep, Pep, Pep also has unlimited resources and can plug and play players uh, that, that's, that's, bench to maintain uh, that style. No, no. Guys, Everyone l- likes l- using l- that excuse. Like, let, me, let me interject here, Tony, for a second. Is when you have a club culture of saying a certain play style, right? Don't you want your entire club to, you know, eat into it, bite into it, and sort of build on that? So it doesn't you, matter the caliber of player. Yeah. If, you're, if your play style is play from the back... Right, or that's so that's sort of build from the backside idea. You don't have your first team in. You want your second team, your other guys, to do the same thing because you want them to be just as good at it as the first teamers. So I would say, I mean, why change? They're very it? clearly not. So why not adjust? That's my thing. That it, what does adjust well, it mean? Just, though? Like, do I? You don't like. Maybe you don't go hell for leather at all points. Maybe you try to conserve a little bit because that's, your squad is absolutely that's dead. That's what got them here. That's what got them here. Why would you? And that's what's all killing them right now. It's not what's killing them. Injuries is what's it's, killing yeah, them. I would say they they have been wrecked with injuries. Part of the this reason year, they yeah. have so many injuries is because okay, they've okay. themselves into the Why game. did Jurgen Klopp not change his tactics? Against Tottenham, like right. let's it, let's it save the same energy. What it should have cost them? It should have cost two. Uh, no, no. It should have cost yeah. Liverpool. Look at all the chances the Spurs missed. <sighs> That's the players. It's not the system. It's the players. It, it, sometimes it's just the players. Like Leeds United have their squad is not good. The, last season they overachieved a lot. Like they're a Championship level team. Other than how many players would anyone take from Leeds? Maybe two, maybe may, maximum three. Like Bamford, uh, well, Rafinha and um, uh, Calvin Phillips. That's yeah. it. Their team is crap. Like they have shit players that are overachieving because they have a coach that inspires them. It's as simple as that. And Leeds are sixteenth right now. Yeah, I would say that's their level. I hey, would if, say we, that's their if level. we want to shit on Leeds. You can shit on their transfer policy. I don't want to shit on pay. Leads. I know, but like you know, they're they're paying what, what for leads. what for Dan James? What do they pay? Thirty mil? Is that correct? You know what? That is twenty five. Twenty five rising to thirty. That is like, not a defend, well, and and that is, that is like that's another thing. Like that's because Bielsa went after James when James was at Swansea, mm-hmm. and for some reason I don't understand why he's clung on to the idea of Dan James because Dan James runs a lot. I, yeah, I, I, I say question. There I can't defend that. That that yeah, I can't defend yeah, that. I'm, that's I'm, not good. <laughs> yeah, I can't defend that. I'm not going to. I, specifically for playing styles, I think every every coach has a system they play, or every coach, every decent coach has a system they play, and they stick to it. Those are their principles. You live by it. You breathe it. You study it. You sleep it. You eat it. like it's what they do. So I don't know, like. So many managers. I, look, I, for me, for me, it's just the a little bit more adjustment. Like it's fine. We clearly disagree on this, and that's you know whatever. Um, but uh, it's just for me personally, like watching them and seeing them with these, like you see, their squad's not like some ridiculous like city level thing to start with, and then you add in all the injuries, and they're playing with fucking. A guy who I don't know if he's thirty or eighteen. Apparently, um, he's actually thirty for sure. Yeah, he's I have old, to Google this. He's older than me, Adam for sure. He's uh, yeah. Oh he's my 30. god. Yeah. 
what the hell? <laughs> what? Oh, he has no excuse for that mistake then. Yeah, it's... I'm going to say, I put it down to inexperience or something, not being adjusted to, like, the speed of the league. No, he got no no excuse. Um, but I've lost my point. Well, I feel like I was making the same point I was making at the start, so... Well, it's a, it's a good um, sort of lead into a discussion about uh, the top managers in the Premier League, isn't it? I would say so. Uh, yeah. After Uzer and I clashed on this, um, I don't know why we were so worked up. Well, I don't know. I, I really like Bielsa. That's probably why. I really like Bielsa. I the thing like... is, I, I like Bielsa as well. And when his style works, it's one of the most fun things to watch in football. But I don't know that the the adjustment thing just really got on my nerves on Saturday for some reason. Saturday, I, Sunday, every whenever Saturday. this game was. I all I'm saying is Pep Guardiola was ridiculed for the same thing. As was Jurgen Klopp, and they stuck to their principles no matter what, and they got their rewards eventually. And Bielsa's gotten his rewards as well. Leads are overachieving. He's not under any pressure for these performances, honestly. Like, he will go down there as a club icon for what he has done. He's given them... Of course, he's, he's, yeah. uh, he's by far the best manager they've had since in the last 20, 30 years. Yeah, you could argue long... You could argue definitely longer than 30, but... Uh, yeah. I was, I was just trying to remember, like, how long ago was it that they were in the Champions League? Uh, yeah, that's about 20 about years. 20 years, yeah. 20 years. Early two thousands, I think, right? Something like that. Yeah, there are about. Um, so these top managers in the league. Um, what we've basically done is um, we've each of us uh, ranked our own top ten, and then we kind of just averaged out their scores to see where people would land. Um, Tony and Tommy are not aware of what anyone has picked, and um, as usual, I get to do the admin. You are the most trustworthy member of the pod. <laughs> that is that's without a without reflection a of the pod. <laughs> this is what we tell is there, just uh, you know, just, give him just extra to keep work. Me doing his stuff. Yeah, he's, yeah. The, he's the best journalist on the pod. He's the yeah. best admin. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a superstar of the podcast. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Talk me, talk me up so I keep editing these things. <laughs> we love you, Zer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what they all say. Um, um, at number 10, we have Rafa Benitez. So, Benitez only made um, one list. Jesus. And that was Tony's. Really? really? T- to be fair, Tony, 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 to be fair, he was on my initial list before I forgot about Ralph. Um, or Ralph. You're just not <laughs> saying his last name, are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> just refusing. What's his last name, Tommy? I'm not going to say it anymore. What? But say his name. Tony, yeah, you know what? Yeah, you're, say his you're name, exactly Tommy. right. Rafa Benitez is uh, deserving of a top 10, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you who, uh, Tony, you'll love this. I'll tell you who uh, Tommy put above him was Steven Gerrard. Yeah, so. boys. You have got to be kidding me. <laughs> He's done... Well, Promising up and coming manager. I'm set. You said we we agreed in the moment who is like you know top ten in the moment. We're not looking. At, we I don't understand. Past, right? I don't. Oh, you mean in the? Well, we did say that history is going to play a part. A part, yeah. But for me, it's not playing a big part. So you're basing what 
you're either basing this off of Steven Gerrard's time as uh, Rangers. Yeah, and his promising future, yes. That's what I am. Well, future isn't exactly present, is it? No, but that's what I'm basing my my, uh, pick on. How does this make sense? You just said you're basing it off of present. And now you're telling me your business off on Steven Gerrard's future. And, and future, yes. Uh, I, uh, I, I knew that would work you up, Tony. I don't get <laughs> he's it. A, he's, a manager, get he's a manager that I think, you know, clubs would, will want, in, you know, now and in the future. Which so clubs that, are you referring to? Uh, potentially a, a bigger club might come for uh, Steven yeah, Gerrard, depending on how on he... Put a name on it. Hey, depending on how he does at Aston no, Villa, you, you, you said know, you said okay. Put I a name e- on it. Okay, Liverpool easily. What down the, the line? F- yeah, when Klopp's gone, I can see him going. No for chance. It. Depending on how Gerard does, no you know, if he com- chance. If he comes to Villa and they play, you know, whatever sort of style they play, I'm just saying that's if why he's in, that's why he's my number ten. That's why he's my number ten, Tony. I mean. The fact that oh, you had to say Liverpool. Wait, wait, wait. Go on. Go on. The Please fact, do. The fact you had to say Liverpool, you're just basing that off of his history as a Liverpool legend. It's not off his footballing. Because hey, you don't go from Jurgen Klopp to Steven Gerrard. We had Frank Gerard. Lampard at Chelsea. So it's yeah, entirely yeah. possible that Gerrard's going to go there just based on that. They needed a patsy and they hired Frank Lampard. That was it. They just needed a fall guy because they didn't have a transfer window and they just wanted someone that would be nice enough to take the... No one else wanted the Chelsea job at that time. They needed a stopgap. They hired Lampard. It wasn't because of Lampard's future. I'm sorry. Oh, well. So, well, what see, do you I, mean? Leading leading Derby County to repeated playoff failure doesn't mean you have a bright future. Yeah, I, see, I, look, I, see, I see Gerard having a bright future as a manager. He's already shown right, signs. Um, so based on Tommy's previous predictions, Gerard's fucked. Um, <laughs> and we'll move on to our overall number nine. And that is Graham Potter. Oh, he's lower than I thought. Wow. I don't uh, think Graham Potter has achieved enough to be higher on the list. I th- he is I, a coach I think, that I, I think, think has... A bright future. I've seen enough. I just don't think he's done enough yet, personally. Honestly, I think I think ninth is a pretty fair um, final spot for him, just based on um, what he's done with Brighton so far. And I do agree that I brought. I well, oh, I had him ranked eighth in mine, so I I don't feel too bad about that. I probably had and, him ranked uh, the lowest. Funny enough, even yeah, though I'm a probably, big fan. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was a late omission from Tony's list. Tony, yeah. this is who you forgot? Omission. No, this Tom. is not who he forgot. This oh. is who got bumped off his list. Oh, he gotcha, remembered gotcha, the okay. guy he forgot. Okay. Gotcha. At number eight, we have Brendan Rogers. Uh, that's, yeah, that's the guy fair. I forgot. That's fair. Yeah, that's a fair spot for Rogers. Yeah. Again, like we all had Rogers raised in the seven to nine range, so yeah, yeah. generally in agreement on uh, his spot yeah he's done his, the wheels are coming off slightly uh, but he's done well at Leicester and uh, what did I have him as you had him as seventh hmm okay yeah I think that's fair uh, he should have achieved more I think 
to be honest, he would have been ranked high. If the he it's if if he hadn't let those uh, top four spots slip two years in a row, like yeah. I had him ninth in mine, and he was eighth in Tommy's, and he would have been higher if he hadn't let those top four spots. Yeah. Slip. The the thing with Rogers is, let's say he were to leave Leicester, I can see him getting a, you know, a a job. I say maybe Everton or you know maybe even That's say a step Spurs. Down. That's a even, step down. Okay, you know what? That's a step down. So someone, someone like Spurs, let's say Conte's gone, I can see him getting a job there. So he's he's a manager that I can st- I can still see, maybe top clubs considering. Yeah, I know. I agree. I agree. He's a coach that I don't know. He just always falls short. That's the problem with him. But um, yeah, he should. He's had opportunities. His football, mm-hmm. his coaching ability has given him the chances to achieve more. But he doesn't seem to have the ability to just close in on those or to capitalize on those situations. So, yeah. But a really good manager. I love the way his teams play. And um, yeah, we'll see if yeah. we'll see if he can turn this Leicester situation around. Yeah. Um, at number seven, we have David Moyes. David okay. Moyes. David okay. Moyes. Yeah. Um, he, you know, so I will I will point out that Tommy had Moyes in his top five. Yep, he's number number five. Oh, I believe. Boy. oh boy! Hey, I, um, I, you know what? I think oh the guy boy. deserves some some respect. He uh, he's got his team, you know, fighting for a top four spot right now. He's turned West Ham around. Um, and if oh we're going to talk about pa- if we're going to talk about Tommy, but past, what about being oh an exciting boy. manager for the future? <laughs> Tommy, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Yeah. How many trophies do you think Graham, uh, well, Graham Moyes, David Moyes has uh, <laughs> won in his career? Uh, trophies. Are we, are we, are we counting trophies, community trophies. shields? No, we are not counting shields. Uh, how many cups do you think he has won? How about that? Um, I don't think he's won that much, to be honest. Put a number on it. How I'm going to say one. One, yeah. uh, you would be right. He won the football league second division. I knew it. I knew yeah. it. That's With Preston North End, that's a yeah. big trophy. I'm sorry. Like I really like David Moyes, but uh, why I'm, are we calling him David Moyes? His time at Sociedad. Ah, uh, uh, of course, of yeah, course. Yeah, he, yeah. Oh. He's basically, oh. you know, he's um, he's an exotic manager now. But uh, look, I'm sorry. No, I, I. I don't see it. Um, he's doing really well right now, but he hasn't achieved anything either. I don't see it. But I, I mean, by... I, I put I put him as seventh in mind because we did say like a lot of it was going to be very current based, and I think he's done a very good job at West Ham, especially in terms of uh, rehabilitating his reputation. Fair but um, his time at Man United means I refuse to put him any higher. Yep, no top. Club and I will touch and I honestly much. don't think. He would make it any higher on my list either. Yeah, I I, I omitted that from history, so I didn't consider that uh, in, in his um, repertoire. But um, all right, just for that, Tommy, um, you get to say the name of our uh, number six manager. It is Ralph. Go on, Tommy. Uh, hey, let me just uh, look up his name <laughs> here. Uh, <laughs> Ralph Ragnick. Eh? Oh, that's how you say it. <laughs> <sighs> never Ralph changed. Ragnarok, as Tommy calls him. <laughs> yeah, never, um, never changed, Tommy. Just <laughs> never changed. 
He's, he's never. So, wait, this is our number five or six for him right now. Six. Six. Okay. Uh, so, Rangnick's ranking was all over the place. Um, Tommy had him ranked ninth. Um, because he doesn't know how to spell it, and I think he panicked, <laughs> so I just kept pushing him off. Um, actually, Tony and I were quite close together in our rankings. I had him ranked fifth. Tony had him ranked fourth. Yeah, I look for me. This is a guy who has had a big, big influence on German football and just football in in general. Um, the legacy a manager leaves in the game has to count for something for me, and. Um, this is a guy that has inspired the likes of Thomas Tuchel, um, Jurgen Klopp, um, many other managers, and yeah. I don't know. I just... that was, no, that was exactly the reason I had him that high up my rankings as well. The only thing that held me back from um, putting him further up was that he'd been out of management for a little bit. He'd been more, you know, director of football and that sort of like more behind the scenes kind of work at yeah. the last couple of clubs. So I was just like reserving a bit of judgment on that, but... Yeah. I also have a a lot of respect for managers who are very influential but don't actually spend a lot of time at top clubs because it shows you don't need to be at Barcelona or Man United or Real Madrid or well he is at Man United but at Bayern Munich, Real Madrid, any of these top clubs to be considered a top coach, right? Like um I have to put into account or factor in the job they're doing with the team that they have. And Ragnick's done a lot with very little in his career. And uh, I think he's... Made Champions uh, League semifinals with Schalke, I believe. Yep. Yes, he did. And, um, yeah, I just think my United, they're really lucky to have um, to have picked him up. So, I think... Was that with Draxler? Like, that whole Draxler and... Um, Neuer. Uh, Neuer, Neuer yeah, that that's yeah. it. Yeah, he's also... Yeah, he's... He's developed a lot of really good players um, in his time as well. So, yeah, that's why I had him. You said I had him fourth. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. You did. That makes sense in my head. Yeah. Um, at number five we have Marcelo Bielsa, um, and I would like to point out Tony for all the shit I was talking about him. He was still ranked sixth on my list, same <laughs> as Tommy. Uh, that's that's low. But okay, I Wait, where did, you, where had, a, you had him at third. third. Yes, yeah, you had him really? at third. Okay. Yeah, um, very similar argument to very similar argument to um, what I said about Ragnik. Um, he's a guy who has inspired a lot of great managers, and his temperament really has counted against him um, when he's like in, when he's considered for top clubs. I think the biggest club he joined was was it Inter. And he was only there for like a week or something. And he managed Inter? Really? This sounds like a very Bielsa thing, but I had no idea he was ever at Inter. <sighs> Let me back this. I, Let I, me know, check he, this. I know he did like Lazio for like a, a brief. Maybe you mean Lazio. Was it Lazio? He was only there for a week? I, it, I think, yeah, you mean Lazio, yeah. Yes, uh, I can see Lazio, on his yeah, CV Lazio. Lazio 2016, Lille 2017. <laughs> Wait, so he was there uh, for a week? That's uh, he was there for two days. <laughs> two days. Oh my gosh! Wait, what was the wait? What was the issue then? 
He was sued for breach of contract. Oh my oh god! Oh my god! No, he, he quit because um they didn't give him the players he wanted. Ah, <laughs> so, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They'd been on. They'd promised him that he'd be um recruit certain players to get him in the job, and they explained later that the club had been unable to recruit the players he wanted by debt. So he was. It was eighth t- of July. How quickly <laughs> was he expecting these players? <laughs> I don't know. He said by the deadline he had given to the club. Why even join? Oh, my God, Bielsa. Jesus Christ. (laughs) He's he's a bit of a character. um, There's no doubt. And uh, that kind of craziness has kind of put off a lot of teams from from hiring him. But he... You can't argue with his influence in the game. Yeah, 100%. He, He had a great spell at Bilbao. I think they made the Europa League final. They knocked out Man United, if I'm not mistaken. Um... I think they might have, that might have been the year that Diego Forlan was on a crazy run of form. Uh, I'm not sure. That could des- that could describe several years. Uh, he 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 Forlan had this knack of just finding a, finding a few months and going on a ridiculous run of form. Yeah, I can't remember now. That might have been the Fulham year, but he definitely made the Europa League final with Bilbao. Um, he is loved by. Um, by Chileans, like Chilean football fans as well, for the influence he had on the national team, kind of brought through this whole new style of play that they had, where they pressed really aggressively, and ended up winning them two um, back-to-back uh, Copa Americas. Um, yeah, he's another one who didn't have any real time at uh, any top clubs, and yet you hear any manager speak about him, and they have nothing but great things to say um, in terms of his his legacy so you, you know he also can can see why i'm not a football manager <laughs> he, he also didn't have much of a playing career if i recall uh no i don't think so i don't remember like very minimal i think um and like he probably didn't even maybe he didn't even leave 113 two. total appearances in his career nothing outside of argentina or argentina yeah yeah okay yeah so yeah, yeah. great manager um Moving on to our top four. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I I hate him so much. I rated him only sixth. (laughs) Same as Tommy, I'd like to point out. Tommy hates him just as much as I do. That doesn't surprise me. (laughs) (laughs) I think six is a pretty high rating, but what are we, top five now? We're top four Top four? Bielsa was fifth. Let's go. Um, And, I mean, everyone knows the four managers that are left. We're going to start off with Thomas Tuchel. Again, like fairly similar rankings across the board for us. Um, Tommy and I both had him fourth. Tony had him sixth. Just basically reverse our Bielsa rankings. Right. Tuchel. Right. I mean, current Champions League holder. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that, really. Um, I made, think made 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 the final of the season before. Did he? Oh, with PSG. Yeah, with PSG. Uh, right. Uh, no, I'm not counting that. When I think of teacher, I don't think of his time at PSG, so I don't think he had much of an influence on that. Team. I don't. I don't. Th- I don't think anyone thinks of anyone's time at PSG. Yeah. Every every manager that comes out from that job seems to be very happy to leave. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just, the, just the thing. Uh, the thing I put with my, I'm gonna say top four is, they're like the managers that any club right now would want to hire if they're available, like a hundred percent. 
and Tuchel is one of those guys Someone maybe not told United that about one of these three yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not as high as Pepe like we've seen him he's very tactical he he's he's involved with all things of the club um and you know he had a you know he went from mines he studied under, you said under reg uh Ragnick under uh, also under Ralph, I believe. Oh, you're struggling so I much with that the name. So Bless tough. your soul. He's afraid. And also under Klopp as well, right? Um, so he's he's learned from some of the best managers. Yeah. Um, and it's you know PSG. Thank you for letting him go because he's done a great job at uh, Chelsea so far. Um, I know he's also one of those who has a history of kind of falling out with the. Uh, upper management in terms of uh, player signings and that sort of thing so I'm waiting for the inevitable clash he has with uh, Marina and all the Chelsea higher ups but uh, I mean well, if you love clashes with the board you're going to love number 3 because it's Antonio Conte yeah, um, he is spicy isn't he <laughs> the poster boy for clashing with the board yeah um, honestly he would be the one stain on Antonio Conte's resume is his inability to perform in Europe. I don't know what it is, but um, when you look at his his legacy in his, terms of winning, his league, domestic record is yeah, ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, I mean, Juve, I, Inter, Chelsea. Yeah, he's a man who just he he wins typically. I mean, he's not going to this time around, but. Um, yeah. Wait, where did, oh, where did you guys fate. have him ranked? Why would you tempt fate like that? You know what? He's not going to do it. I don't give it. There's no way. I. I. Do you will... think Antonio Conte, will you state for the record that Antonio Conte will not bring a trophy to Spurs? Oh, no. I meant like the Premier League. Uh, he... Oh, no, no. no, oh, I, no I, I don't think anyone thinks Spurs are winning the Prem. Yeah. But do you think Conte will bring a trophy to Spurs? It could happen. They could win... Uh... Conference? I oh, I guess they can't win that conference league anymore. They're out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wait, where did I had him as number two? I believe, right? Oh, oh Jesus yep. Christ! Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I had him as number three. Tony. Uh, Tony had him as number five. Number oh. five, Tony. That low, Tony for Conte. Well, we just said Bielsa and Ragnik were third and fourth. I'm not putting Conte above the big two. I don't know hmm. how you put Conte ahead of any of the big two, based on okay. what. Based on his time I mean, with Chelsea, is that it? Nah, based That's one hundred percent it. So <laughs> no, 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 no. we don't need to pretend otherwise. <laughs> yeah, he we don't actually, need to pretend was, this is anything but bias. He was one, definitely one of my favorite managers. But you just mentioned that he's a serial winner in the league, going so from let's say Juve into here. Yeah, but so yeah, if you, I'm, I'm gonna be honest, uh, Tommy. I don't know how you've ranked him above Klopp because you know if I you, if I um, want to hire if I want to hire a manager to win. Um, Pep and Conte are going to be my first two. No, mate. No, that's important. This is a guy that brought Liverpool. I'll I'll, I'll lay out our one and two because it's fairly obvious. Number two, we have Jurgen Klopp. Um, Tony and I both had him second. Tommy somehow ranked him under Conte. Um, Definitely not biased. And number one, all three of us ranked Pep. Let me get this straight, uh, Tommy. Yeah. Hit me. He wins the league twice with Dortmund, despite the fact that Bayern are the German superhouse, superpower. He takes the title. He's the only one who's taken the title from them in the past, what, 10 years? And then he wins the Liverpool, their first league title in 30 years. And you're thinking this is not a guy that you hire to win 
to win things. What am no, I missing? I'm, that's why he's my number three, top three. He, what? What do, you, what, what, do you, what do you want me to put him, number one? No, but your argument was that yeah, Conte is uh, higher argument, because Conte I, wins. Yeah, I, I put Conte higher because if I want to hire a manager to win, I'm going to prefer to I want Conte. That's my preference. Right, it's my uh, who I'd want to hire first. I I take Conte over. Okay, Conte. so what about his European exploits? Why is he sure so shit in Europe? I don't know. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, but definitely not biased. Yeah, um, it's definitely, it's definitely. There's no Chelsea bias. There never has. So been, you wait. So me. Tony, hold on. You're telling me there's a huge, there's a big drop between Klopp and Conte. It's Absolutely. the big drop in manager. I That's actually what you're saying. think there is. I think there's. See, a, there's I, a huge I completely drop. disagree with that. I don't he think there's a huge drop. He doesn't make the knockout stages in Europe. I'm sorry. Listen, this is a guy who's look. I don't want to bash Conte because he is. Like I didn't have him in my top three. This is a guy who spends a lot of money to win a league or a cup, but can't perform in Europe. Tactically, okay. we're talking about tactical flexibility. This guy is tactically inflex. Like, there is no flexibility with Conte. He has one system. It works. He buys players. That That's why we. I, I'm not worried that he will win the league with Tottenham because he won't get the players he wants. That's... That's the honest truth. He doesn't leave legacies anywhere he goes. He just doesn't. Like, I'm sorry. Jurgen Klopp is... Jurgen Klopp and Pep Guardiola, it's like 199 in terms of points. And then Antonio Conte is somewhere like 70 for me. I'm sorry. Like, there, there is a I th- huge... I, th- I think we're uh, we're finding out that uh, what Bielsa is to me, Conte is to Tony. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I just <laughs> think true. when you spend... <laughs> When you spend some hundred million on players, you should, you know, make the last sixteen in the Champions League. That's my opinion. I don't. It might be controversial. I don't see how it could be, but I just don't know how you can rate Conte over Club. It's, yeah, it's not yeah. justifiable. I, I don't mean, think it is. If we're if we, uh, you know, if we're looking at uh, just league performances, then um, but, I don't I mean I don't want to, but. Uh, you, you could argue that, uh, yeah, I just did. You're right. Um, you know, Klopp, Cla- <laughs> you said he won one title with Liverpool. How long has he been there? Three seasons? No, way more no, than he's that. Been there way more he's got to be that. five or six now at this point. He's definitely not been there for six seasons. Okay, and if it's five, five seasons, then he's in his fifth season. Okay. You know, in that time, how many titles has... Um, how many titles did Antonio league, Conte How many win? league titles has Conte won in that, in that time? I has don't know. Been, maybe has it been one? Maybe one. Is yeah. it just the Inter one, right? Or was He's the Chelsea one, one also Chelsea? within five no, years? No, Klopp wasn't here. Klopp wasn't here when Conte was here, so it can't be. Klopp wasn't here when Conte was here. No. Was he? Are we sure about that, Tony? When was Con- when did Conte? When was Conte at Chelsea? Fine, let's go with that. I don't know. Twenty seventeen. I want to say he left. So he won it in 2016. And when did Jurgen Klopp join Liverpool? Jurgen Klopp joined Liverpool in 2015. Okay. So they overlap for once. Oh, he's won two league titles. All right. Fantastic. Two league titles. Klopp has won the Premier League and the Champions League. But, you know. Now, I think I think you're uh, you're selling Conte short. Um, 
for me, I, you know, Pep is definitely our number one. And I don't think there's going to be any arguments there in terms of if you want to hire the best manager in the world and you have availability, you're taking Pep. But for me, Klopp and Conte can be interchangeable. I'll be um, honest. If, if I was looking at just, um, if I was looking at actual achievements based on squads, Jurgen Klopp would be number one for me. But I just think Pep kind of had a strong influence on a certain, on playing styles um for a few years and um yeah when it came to influence that kind of tipped it for me with pep with pep but i just think with conte i don't know i just don't i think i i don't think you can discount the fact that he's quite hopeless in europe you know this this actually surprises me tony because i remember all the all the clop the flop uh yeah, <laughs> I, from you, and now you're right. now you're raving about the guy so much. I'm actually shocked. Because, Klopp the flop uh, was back in 2015, and I yeah. it's been six it's been six years. I'm allowed to change my mind. I think I'm a. My issue with Klopp actually was that I felt like his playing style was very very hard on players. Um, he ruined Marco Royce in my opinion when um, he played a few games. I I think he shouldn't have played. Um. But just looking in general, he has almost always been, he's always been the underdog. And he somehow managed to win so much despite being the underdog. So, I don't know. Look, is Antonio Conte a great manager? Absolutely. Is there a huge drop-off between Antonio Conte and Jurgen Klopp? Yes. I just think, I don't know how you discount Europe. You can't look at only, you can't look at only league titles. Like, My biggest question is, how in a weekend with four games are we recording our longest podcast? Wow, it's already one nineteen. Dang. All right. We should probably wrap this we, up. Yeah. I'm, I'm cut, at this point, I'm loving the chat, but I'm going to have to cut you guys off. We're going to have to come back to this uh, Jurgen Klopp, Antonio Conte, I think, some other time, because clearly there's still meat left on the bone. Uh-huh. Um, all that... I guess, um, yeah, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at 442 and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your pods, we're there. All that's left to say is, and please stop fighting, boys. Thank you for joining me, Tommy. Cheers, guys. Always a pleasure. And thank you for joining me, Tony. Always a pleasure, boys. I've enjoyed the chat, even if I'm a little I long to up. hear your singing voice again very, very soon. We'll see you all next week. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. And I like it, I like it, I like it, I like it, la 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 like it, la 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 like, here we go, oh, Martinelli sack is betrothed.